Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting as to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. That's sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 plus, please play responsibly. She scores! Take a moment to look up at the ceiling. You're about to bust through it. SDPN, the PWHPA and Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Presents Hockey, like you've never heard it before. The Noxie and Cax Show with Liz Knox and Carol Emard. <laughs> Let's get it. Go. Welcome back and Happy New Year. You are listening to the Noxie and Cax Show brought to you in part by SDPN. This episode, we're going to get into some of, our, some of our New Year's resolutions. A quick recap of the PWHPA standings to date. Some predictions for 2023. And of course, all the Noxie and Cax banter that keeps you coming back. So, Cax, let's start with love it. your Christmas, New Year's break. How was it? What did you do? It was good. It was good. I actually ended up uh, driving over to my parents' house and have a little bit of a uh, Christmas with the kids, Santa Claus coming, waking up to gifts and stuff. So, the, you know, magic was in the air and everything. So it was lovely. It was actually a blast to have everyone sleep over and then just do that kind of stuff with them. Oh, I love um, that. It brings back memories like mm-hmm. of I think we have more fun now making you know everyone believe so strongly. Yeah, you get Santa's to Santa's coming, everyone's involved, you know. It's You get to be part the of the magic of now. I know. I know, I know. So it was uh it was fun. It was good to be at home. It was good to kind of like take a break uh from work from anything and disconnect a little. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. What did you do? Yeah, it was a whole lot of nothing here, which is exactly <laughs> how I like my vacations. We uh, had my family over, um, you know, had had a couple, like a nice New Year's Eve dinner, um, open presents, all the good things. And and re- honestly, just like, like you said, just relaxed, recuperated, um, slept a lot, which is always really nice. <laughs> so it That's was good. good. Yeah. Recovering for the... The upcoming year. I like it. Yeah, recharging. I like it. And I don't, like, are you a New Year's resolution kind of person? I Okay, so I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Every time I try one, I'm like, oh, I'm going to give up cookies this year. And I'm like, why would I do that what? to myself yeah, for two weeks or something? <laughs> and so I, like, I had friends that did so well. Like, in college, I had this one, uh, one friend, Lisa Bachelor. She legit gave up chips for an entire year give up chocolate for an entire year and like like so stubborn about it that every time we would have these beautiful things she wouldn't even like budge or whatever she was so good at it and i don't know if it's my will or my commitment to this <laughs> but i can never do it so i kind of quit on it but this year i just you know every year i'm like hey uh here's my plan here are my goals for the year like i'm more of a you know not necessarily fully planning my entire year, yeah. but like here are the steps I'd like to hit yeah. and kind of like look forward to hit them. So, so it's like goal setting. Yeah, more so, but like they're loose, you know? <laughs> 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 like I have a little bit of a leeway to, in this area, I'd like to 
You know, I can't disappoint myself. Life I think, coach uh, Carol Amard set loose goals so that you might hit them. <laughs> okay. There's certain like in, in my work field, like I will hit some of very course. specifically others. It's like, um, you know, I want to make some time for taking care of myself in terms of, you know, physically, mentally, however that is. It, is it reading more? Is it so it's not that I'm setting a goal to like, I'm going to read like 14 books this right. year. It's more so. I'm going to spend more time reading versus being, you know, in front of a screen, for instance. So That's, looser, but still, yeah, you know, and in, in, it makes sense. Attainable. It's, not like, it's got, they got to yeah. be attainable. Everyone knows the, you got it. what is it? Smart goals, I think is the abbreviation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's actually one of mine. And I, I'm, okay. I'm same way. Like I'm not a New Year's like resolution kind of person, but I, I do like to sit and reflect and be like, hmm. What are some healthy habits I can bring yeah. into my life? Right. Yeah. And I reading. Think it's yeah. Reading is one of them because I'm like a really bad reader. Not bad reader. I'm just really slow. Like, like Rich and I started. I don't want to tell you, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rich and I started reading like since New Year's. And okay. like she'll read like 50 pages in the time it takes me to read like 15. So. And my words are bigger and there's pictures in the book, but that's beside the point. No. So I'm, I'm actively trying to read more, which I'm proud of, you know, less TikTok, more reading real books. (laughs) That's good. What kind of book do you go for? Like the motivational side of things or like sometimes some, okay. Yeah. I like, I I like self, like maybe not self, self development, self discovery, like just mm -hmm. like more, I don't know, things that like I can, you know, learn about myself and others in like a daily capacity i'm not i'm not like a lord of the rings kind of gal no i wouldn't go there like uh i'm not yeah maybe not too far like in the magical world per se but i think some (laughs) some books are also like fiction books i guess they don't it's not true stories but you could necessarily like it could be a movie like i kind of like those too yeah so sometimes i like to balance the two where I have some that are like, you know, the self work, I'd say, yeah. or self like development, like you said. And then others that are just like, ooh, this is an exciting one. Yeah, like, I love else. this. I want to know what happens in the end, yeah. at the end of the. And yeah, I read a couple of those this year and they were, they were fun. You have to, uh, I'll, I'll send you one, um, that I really enjoyed that I think we should also tell our, like, our viewers. I don't, have the title right now with me. I was trying to see if I had it in the room, but uh, that one was really good. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get it by the time we end this episode and mentioned it to you. We actually have a volunteer <laughs> in the GTA region. Uh, his name's Jamie Jameson. That's what I call him. And Jameson. Okay. Last season, he was like, I want to start a, a PWHPA book club because he's Ooh. like a PHA, PhD candidate. PHA. Okay. God. Yeah. <laughs> Too many letters. See, this is why I need to start reading. Yes. Um, he is a PhD candidate and uh, like with a lot of work in sociology and women's rights and really, really cool stuff. He's an awesome guy. And he wanted to start this book club. And I was like, that's a fantastic idea. I just don't know how many of our athletes are like avid readers. You never readers. know. But you, Mal Jurosher is going to die for it. Like a lot of like people will like actually you. step yeah. in. Yeah. 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 The book I was talking about is the, uh, the seven husband of Evelyn Hugo. You okay. have to read that. It's really good. Seven and then husbands. the other one. Wow. Seven husbands. Seven more than I'll ever have. Yeah. <laughs> and then seven days in, um, what is this? Seven days in, in June. Yeah. Taya's, yeah. In June. 
I was I was looking, but that was the name. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? This one is really good too. You've got a thing with sevens, I see. Wait, is it the same author? Uh, no, no, not the same. But those, like, yeah, I found them on TikTok. I think oh, and that's why. Like, see, the list TikTok? and everything. TikTok is valuable for list finding book, great but books that you should read. <laughs> the The Seven Husbands of Evelyn and Go has got a twist in it, so Ooh. you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll look Books into it to, for you to read. Yeah. Books exactly. for you to read. Yeah. Um, I guess we should get to some of our newsworthy uh, titles here. First and foremost, coming off the World Juniors, I want to promote the Women's U18 Worlds, which starts this Monday, January 9th, yeah. in Ostersund. I hope I said that right. Sweden. Schedule <laughs> can be found at doubleihf.com. You can stream games from there as well, or mm-hmm. you can watch it live. TSN, RDS in Canada, NHL Finally. Network and ESPN Plus in the States, SVT in, SVT in Sweden, and Discovery in Finland. So that's huge. Huge. And we went from a doorbell view <sighs> type of camera. That was the worst. To now, finally, you know, giving the game... Uh, true visibility here with you know the major sports tv broadcasters or i mean tv streamers whatever they are sorry my dog wants to go up <laughs> this is great and i think you know i don't know but it, it's a lot was said when the doorbell camera came about you know like on twitter everywhere else people were like i can't believe this is a shame comparing the you know worlds that we just watched yesterday mm-hmm. um game on the men's side versus the women's side and how you know the discrepancy was like just disgusting at that time in a way and now i'm so pumped to say that we are finally on tv that the girls will get to you know um girls family will actually get to watch them in a normal way on like sitting on their couch um and then everyone else will be able to watch them as well too yeah and it's really good talent and it's going to be awesome and um so you might even hear some familiar voices or see some familiar names i hear i was hanging out with some of our pwhba athletes uh this week and Ooh. i think that there might be some familiar names and voices coming to either commentate or panel these games so it's really, really exciting, not only for those competing and, like Kak said, their families, but for the game as a whole to see women's hockey kind of give the stage that it's so deserving of. So we're pumped to see the Women's U18 World start this Monday. And, of course, we're coming off the World Juniors, Canada's win over Chetia, 3-2 in overtime. Of course, I'm sure we all watched it. Exciting hockey. Kax, what was your take? Yeah. Um, you know, two nothings in the in the third. I mean, in the second, and then getting into the third, I was like, oh, okay, like Canada's been all over them. Like the Ch- the Chechia goalie um, was unbelievable and has been great all we all uh, tournament long. And then I was like, okay, we'll see. And then boom, two goals. I was like, okay, this is typical. This is what needs to happen in the final. Like it made it super excited. Um, and I just knew somehow. Mm. I don't know. I just knew that Canada was gonna step up and, and do what they needed to do on this. And Halifax was just a riot. I was like just going there. Hard wow. not to with that climate. Like the East Coast I showing mean, again that they are so good, loyal, loud, comp- uh, passionate um, hockey fans. <laughs> and it, 
it's unbelievable. I bet you the lower deck was packed last night oh. too. You know, it was insane. Uh, shout out to them yeah. <laughs> over there. But yeah, it was like it was a great game, and you know, like. Obviously, Shane Wright got a goal in, and then Genter at the end there got like the two, the the last one, the, the gold uh, golden goal. I think I think that um, uh, but Connor Bedard did an amazing job too all game long. He may have not putting like put any goals in or whatever, but he did, you know, set a couple guys up, and the goalie on the other side made some sick saves. So I don't think people should judge on his like performance based on points or anything like that. I think the guy, you know, contributed a ton for that team win. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think at the end there, he was asked, like, how is his personal, like, performance? And he's like, I don't want to talk about me. And I think, I think that's, like, obviously you don't want to talk about it because you didn't score and stuff like that, but people should also focus on how, you know, the overall uh, performance of his game was. And too often, the guy was probably feeling like he had so much, you know, pressure yeah. and people were expecting for him to score a big goal or whatever it was yesterday, but... I think he did so much more than just score. So for sure, I wanted to give that little bit of a yeah light. Here. And he's still so young. I mean, I think that it was obvious in a couple interviews throughout the tournament. I would say that you know this guy's still young. He just wants to play the game. He's. I felt I honestly. I felt for Mackenzie Lalonde who or Kenzie, sorry, Lalonde who yeah. did the interview, and he just like cut her off. Was like, I'm not talking about myself. I was like, yeah, he didn't even give her a chance to ask the full question but that media training will come with time and like you say i'm sure you know he's balancing the emotions of you know super high after a win and lots of you know notoriety on his name and lots of expectations on him individually so um of course as canadians we're happy to see them walk away with the gold Uh, we're happy they won Obviously, this doesn't fix the very broken system of abuse and negligence cultivated over decades, uh, you know, yeah. through Hockey Canada. Um, cough, Luke Teredith, cough. That, that I know, was just like, I can believe it when he said it. Yeah. I was like, no, he did not just say that. This is not medicine. And, like, this is, this is great. No. We're Canadians. We're happy. We like to win just like every other country in the world. But this does not fix what has been happening. Like... No, let's be clear about that. Just wanted to toss that in there. Um, I agree completely. And when he said it, I was like, "Sir, this is not a medicine to you." Might be what missing has it. happened. <laughs> like you're, uh, like let's be harsh here. And and uh, no, it doesn't fix whatever was done and the harshness of their action back then and everything. So it was good for hockey in general. It may have been good for these young man that played in front of a unbelievable crowd in Halifax. And I watched, you watch like a bunch, everyone was watching. And I think that is good in a sense, but let's make sure that this kind of environment and this kind of, you know, history of whatever you can do anything you want mm-hmm. and you will never get in trouble. uh gets kind of shut down and cut off completely. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, Happy, and I agree that this quote should have never been said, basically, <laughs> Mr. Townsend. And we will get to, because this is something we actually haven't talked about on the Noxian Cax show, is the new Hockey Canada board. We'll, we're going to get to that in just a second, but I did want to shout out, um, I mentioned Kenzie Lalonde, who was doing the in-game interviews. We want to shout right. out, you know, good friend of the show, uh, Izzy Germain. She did the in-game PA announcing for the World Junior Championships. She was our play-by-play announcer. Uh, I got to, you know, watch four games, I believe, beside her when we were out in Truro, Nova Scotia. 
uh, just incredible to hear her voice over that crowd. And I, you know, I've seen multiple tweets from her kind of throughout the tournament. Just like it gives me chills to think like as, as athletes, we like live to be in those moments. And there's so many jobs and so many different career paths that her being able to call out Canada yeah. as the world champions in, you know, her hometown or her home province, feel that crowd, feel the electricity, really, mm-hmm. really cool moment. And she's, you know, she's fantastic. She did so well too. And her capacity, like just the voice is perfect. I don't know if you guys heard it, like during the medal when they were giving the medals out and everything, like it was so good, professionally done, everything. And then the names were also said, like really, like a French name was said in French, like, cause she's bilingual. It was just so every little touch that she could have possibly done to make it great. She did. So she made that like call, like in game calls or whatever, such a, It seemed like it was an easy, like she's done that her entire life, basically. Yeah. And I don't know, but it was shout out to her. She props to her too. She did an amazing job. She, uh, I mean, the crowd was so loud, so it must have been tough at times and everything. But yeah, I, it was, uh, I'm so pumped for her. I hope she gets more of those opportunities well, uh, moving forward as well, too. If you like what you heard, small teaser here, you might want to tune in to the upcoming PWHPA Secret Dream Gap Tour stops. You might want to. I I can't say anymore, but <laughs> I have voice envy of, of Izzy. Like, I don't know it's if so this is just comes like naturally to her, but like, I know that I don't sound that cool. Like, I don't know. I hate listening to my voice. I don't even, these episodes, thank God you guys like us because I am like, God, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to. And if you could only hear the outtake of our intro today, it's just like a bumbling (laughs) buffoon. Like just, do I have a mouthful of cookies on here? Like what is happening? (laughs) We try hard. We try hard. Yeah, we do try hard. (laughs) A for effort. Um, (laughs) Exactly. So let's talk about that hockey cannon board now. Obviously, quite a number of people and then two, three, four is like, we're looking at nine, eight, eight members, I think nine, nine members yeah. here. Yeah. Um, we Cassie, won't go through yeah. all of them, but I did star kind of some, some people who have some really cool background. Um, first chairing the board, honorable Hugh L. Fraser, who was an Olympic sprinter. And the thing I hate on the website is it's like former Olympian, like, Anybody no, knows still. you're always an Olympian. So yeah, he is an Olympic sprinter, retired judge in the Ontario Court of Justice. Obviously, has the brains behind that position. Really excited um, to see him heading this this board. And Kex, who I, well, I mean, there's there's many other ones, but I posted and reposted. But Cassie, mm-hmm. Cassie Campbell, um, Pascal being you know named to. <laughs> The board and everything and, and director of boards, whatever. Three times Olympian knows what needs to be done for the woman's side, for hockey in general, like has been through everything and anything really, um, in terms of our sports. Uh, so I'm really, really, really excited about it. I mean, she has done so much, you know, like, uh, she's worked with Scotia Banks for years now to grow the game, uh, with the girls, girls hockey fest that she always does. And then, you know, Chevrolet and stuff like that. So, Not only has she's been doing this for the women's game, but on the other side, you know, she's on Sportsnet or she's in NHL Network, TNT. She's been everywhere, really, and she can <laughs> color come into any game. She's so well, like, rounded in terms of knowledge about hockey. So I'm I'm super pumped about that. I think she's a 
a huge role model. Yeah. Um, for a lot of people. She of course was our February 24th of 2022. She was that episode. So if you want to check that out, I think you get a good glimpse into kind of the, just the insane background that Cassie has in not only women's hockey, but in, in hockey in general and sport in general, she's got an incredible perspective. So I'm really excited that that uh, is, is on the board. And then the other one that I start is um, somebody was, I was unfamiliar with before, but Marion Jacko uh, is the assistant deputy attorney general for the indigenous justice division of the Ontario ministry and president of the little native hockey league which Love is it. abbreviated to the little NHL. Um, she's also president of the Anishinaabe health of, of Toronto. So really cool. I like, I just love that, you know, the board is actively seeking voices that have traditionally been underrepresented um, in ho- at hockey Canada. And hopefully that that brings a great perspective and great change to how that place operates and how we <laughs> how we include well, you get us yeah you got to surround yourself with great people and if you want to change things you got to do things differently you can't or want to change how things are ran with doing the same thing over and over again oh. that's the you know absurdity of it all so <laughs> i'm happy i'm really happy that uh this is finally kind of happening and then we see the faces and we can put you know names to this and I'm looking forward to see how it goes. Yeah, that's for sure. Good change to come. And I did want to shout out this weekend. Uh, that's right. Sunday, January 8th, Rebecca Leslie and Jamie Lee Rattray of the PWHPA will be the only two female athletes competing in the Send Skills presented by CAA out in Ottawa. Uh, it's the Ottawa Centers. They're going to be split up into two squads compete head-to-head in various skills competitions, and then play a three-on-three game. This sounds oddly familiar, Cax. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> something we may have done a couple weeks ago, every for Christmas. But that's awesome, too. Ottawa native-ish, like Kanata. And like, yep. so I'm super pumped for both of them. Um, big Sands fans, too. So this is awesome. This is really cool. Uh, I think there's a couple other uh, players that are non-NHL. Uh, um, that will be there too. But yeah, like you said, uh, Jamie and Becca are going to be the only women uh, competing there and go and head there and watch them and see how skilled they are. Yeah. If you want to compare them, you'll see some, it's, it's going to be a good show. So I would, uh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Actually. I bet you Jamie will score on a three on three. I, you know, I'm really excited to see. And Becca will use her speed and probably get a few chances too. Yeah. They're probably going to split them too. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Yeah. The, like the skills competition kind of component is always exciting. And I'm sure the nerves will be high. I think Raddy was telling me that there's like 8,000 tickets sold already. So it'll be a good That's crowd. Nice. And, uh, yeah, we'll look forward. We'll be cheering them on. Um, and now I guess we can get to our 2022 recap. Uh, this was kind of, I mean, we recapped at the end of last of our pilot season, we'll call it, of the Noxie and Cack show um, yeah, last yeah, spring. Yeah, that's true. But uh, this is like <laughs> I, the part. The part I love actually most about like Christmas break, New Year's break, is like TSN, Sports Center, Sportsnet, like all these channels run their <laughs> like bloopers, like their best plays, you know. And so I thought for this section, maybe we could do kind of a little bit of like a recap of our season with the PWHPA, but also with the Noxie and Cax show. 
I love it. So I think that's great. I'm pumped. <laughs> I wish we could clip things. I mean, maybe we can. That seems like a lot of work, but <laughs> that's a Jesse thing. Yeah, we both know that Cax and I do not do those things. Um, no, no. Let's start us off easy with your best PWHPA moment of 2022. So we'll, we'll for the 2022, we're going to start stick with the 2022-2023 season. So this yeah, so just, past fall. Yeah, 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 exactly. So um, there's so many cool moments. I think uh, the whole new ways of how the teams were made and everything and gave me, like got me mm. all excited on where we were going for this season and the amount of games we were going to play. But um, I think that one that kind of remains, and I, I remember talking to my old assistant coach, Mayor McDougal, about this, but Billy Jean King being in Ottawa, meeting with us, chatting, um, kind of like just like taking pictures with everyone, reassuring or like, you know, motivation, motivating us to, you know, keep doing what we're doing and, and being like truly like dedicated to the mission and what we're, what we're trying to do in creating this like sustainable uh, league and stuff was like quite amazing. And I always thought like every time she's there, it's like, wow, this is amazing. Like a, she's with us. Right. And yeah. you mentioned it and people are like, okay, this is big, but having Mare telling me how like shy she was to like introduce herself, but yet like is such a pioneer and like wanting to like, you know, just, feminist in this world and, and the, the amount of things that she's changed and, and how she's been a role model of hers. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, well, I'm lucky that I sit in certain meetings and she's chatting with us Yeah, and she's amazing and just casual with any of us and others are thinking that which she is, but like, you know, should I go say hi? Should I not? Like she's a, <laughs> like the huge like icon per se. Right. Exactly. And I'm, you know, I think that, um, her showing up here in Canada um, with Ilana, like doing all of the things she did and meeting up with some of our sponsors this year too and stuff like that. Like it just shows you how um, dedicated, you know, they are and how they want to truly help. And they've been like that since day one too for us. So I'm, I, yeah, that was my little moments of loved it. Yeah. And it was behind the scene a little, you know, so I, I'm glad we share these moments too a little bit with our listeners and, and get them to, you know, understand, you know, how big it is when, when these people are there and what they do for us in a sense. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's like mm -hmm. the intimacy of these relationships that we form with like partners, advisors, whatever it may be that like, they really don't owe us anything. They just are there to say, Hey, we believe in what you're doing. And that's like the intimacy of that relationship is I think what really inspires us as players, as the players association. Like this isn't like some corporate head making a deal with another corporate head. And we're just like pawns. Like it's no. them coming right to us and saying, Hey, like you guys are doing a great job. I believe in this. Yeah. Like, yeah. And not knowing our sports really and not knowing the ins and out either when they first joined and you know, it's like, no, you deserve this and you should know that you deserve this. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, Thank you. Like, you think so? Thank like, you. Should we change our mindset? Like, yes, you're right. You know, so I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was amazing for me yeah. to have them there. Yeah. I think mine so was yours. Along the same lines, like my best moment, PWHPA moment of 2022 was having all the players sign our letter of intent and mm. like basically like just that big step of like meeting with this investor group and knowing that that kind of simple action was going to really impact yeah. our players 
ability to commit to the mission of the PWHPA. And that's not to say that that is like the thing that propelled us forward, because I think what kept the players bought in for the last like three years, let's say, is just like this inherent belief that we're doing the right thing. And that is like powerful in itself, but to actually be able to put our names on paper, you know, players' names, my, my name's not on any paper. (laughs) My name's on the SDPN (laughs) contract and that's it. (laughs) But to put our names on paper as a group and say, you know, we believe in what we're doing and to have that, moment kind of impact how the players commit to this, um, you know, have it help them financially and lead into what I believe will be the most historic year of the secret dream gap tour is like, that was a turning point. And to your point also cats, like this is something that happened behind the scenes. We didn't make a big fuss about it. And it's just like, Oh, you could just feel like the momentum building. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're excited and everyone's like, okay, but when? Okay, but when? Like, <laughs> Why are you excited? Like, Shh, stop. <laughs> stop asking. Stop. It's, we're exciting. Just be excited with us, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, that was a big, big moment as well, too. And it's like, okay. Yeah. This is for real now. That, like, you know, not that it wasn't before, but, but it's like history is happening around that us. Thing. Yeah. 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 No, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. What's yeah. your funniest? PWHPA moment of 2022. Okay, so um, never met the girl before this <laughs> year, or last year, or whatever. Abby Rock has been some character. She's like character. she makes me laugh every time. We should get her on this show. I like need she, it. yeah, um, and she's just funny, a nice human, like a competitor on the ice. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't care. you know she needs to, she wants to win, and and I get that and everything, but. Um, she they they pranked her or something in pit and yeah Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh they yeah the her team were just like hey heads up be in the stands like we're pranking Abby Rock in warm up and I'm like oh what are they doing and they're like they're gonna do what they did to Malkin yeah like or like copy the warm up that the guys do in the NHL and I don't know if you've ever I've never paid attention to her warm up nope you know routine. But that is the most. <laughs> she does a lot of like weird shit. <laughs> Sorry to say, but um, lots of like weird stretches and stuff like that. And then the, the entire team, like I, I think we can find video and maybe we'll put it in. In this, that'd be lovely to share with our our listener. But they were just all doing the same thing: the stretch, and everything yeah. on the back, the legs going and stuff. And, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, it's so funny. It's like whatever the players are all in with it that everyone's filming everyone's in the stands that weren't playing and i don't know it's just like little moments like that are like what we live for in a bit like yeah. yes winning and the games in and out in the locker room but you're you're always like looking forward to be in the locker room and have fun or be on the ice with your teammates and have fun there too so um yeah that was one of my favorite little fun or funniest moment i've seen uh so far this season yeah for sure I think this is like our call to action. Maybe this will be our Noxie and Cax New Year's resolution is to get Abby Rock on this show because yeah. my funniest moment includes her as well. Um, it, but it's it's also the backstory. <laughs> okay, so when we were in yeah, show, it. Uh, so I think, I can't remember who they were playing. I want to say Adidas. And Abby Rock scored uh, the team's first goal of the weekend. And in her celly, she like flashed the money, right? So... I was calling the game with Izzy Germain and I was like, Oh yeah, like make it rain. Like not, not just thinking like she's just in the moment, like having a time. 
yeah. to find out that the team was having trouble scoring at, you know, up until that point. And yeah. so some of the girls had put their per diem money, like, like pinned it on the court on the board wall. and was like, whoever <laughs> scores first gets this wad of cash. So when she scored, she was actually like, give me the money. Like I'm ready for my, my scoring bonus, uh, which I just love. Like, I love that she has fun with the game. And like you said, incredible competitor, which makes it almost more enjoyable to see her also like just letting loose and having fun. She's a fun player to be around. Um, so Abby rock, we're talking to you directly. That. Come on our show. We will <laughs> She's gonna get have stories. You. She's going to have stories to tell us about Wisco, Nurse, Clarkie, everyone. You know, she's she's like, she's got, she's in everything pretty much when it comes to, if there's a prank or someone got pranked, I feel like she's behind yes. it. You yeah, know, that she has that kid. reputation as a prankster. A little bit. <laughs> um, moving on we'll to bring her our in. show. What's your funniest oh. Noxie and Cax moment of 2022? Okay, funniest. Like this is. Like, I feel like we had a lot that little quotes here and there that were dying laughing or moments within our dogs or other thing. But um, I think like one moment, and I called myself out on that one, like the hardest. But Spooner was showing us her beautiful onesie, and it was red and like flashy and like bedazzled and stuff. And I was just like, my God, I could never see myself with that thing. And then I'm like, you would look beautiful. And I'm like, she goes, you would too. And I was like, oh God, if I put that on, I would look like Will Ferrell <laughs> in Blades of Glory. And she goes, oh my God, I can't unseen this. <laughs> She's like, maybe I shouldn't wear this anymore. But it was like, I was like, no, no, you can pull that off. But this is, and then I was like, God, I just said this on podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, whatever. And then I started like dying laughing for that. And yeah, it just, that was a quick moment with spoons that, you know, her style and designs and wardrobe would never yeah. fit everyone it's in so the unique peanut butter, so, right? Like, yeah, yeah. She pulls it off well, but it is not for yeah. all of us. That's I, for sure. I felt so bad when I said it. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm not saying it <laughs> doesn't look good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, come on the yeah. show where we good call enough. you Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> whatever what was yours okay uh, let's go let's go back to that one i also like there's like you said there's so many little moments but the part the one part i keep going back to is in the spooner episode when i thought your dog winnie farted <laughs> during our recording and i literally like i it brings tears to my eyes even now because i was just laughing so hard and then you're just like your dog just ripped as like, we're mid-sentence into asking a serious question and I would like to say, because we do not want to blame him for something he didn't do. No, of course Right? Not. Winston doesn't deserve that. He's an English bulldog. He's already <laughs> kind of taking the heat for a lot of parts that happens in, on, in this house. But no, he was just stretching and kind of like, I guess, burp or whatever he did. Like groaned so, or something. Yeah, ground. Yeah. It wasn't a fart. Don't yeah, worry. Sure. Okay. You're okay, Winnie. Don't worry. And admittedly, <laughs> it was funny because like, I kind of talked to Cax. Like, that was like, you know, you have days where you feel really on and then you have days where you just don't quite feel yourself. That was one of my episodes where I was like, not really <laughs> feeling myself. And like, you know, I'm trying to like push through and like give personality. And then that happened. And I just like, I just lost my shit. I was just like, oh God, this is too funny. I also want to shout out <sighs> Jill Sonia's metal story is just classic. That was from last season, but I mean, I, we were tearing up yeah. at this point. Yeah, that's, 
The Sonia the episode girl. is one of the best ones. Jill has the absolute best stories of all time. Like whenever she says, Oh, I've got a good one for you girls. I'm like, no. And you just like, let her run. Like she's just a storyteller. You, you just can't believe how you think it's the end. And then there's something worse <laughs> to happen. Like it's one of those, like she's such a good storyteller to a good human. And yeah, no, I mean that metal story that she showed up to Home Depot Ugh. trying to get some metal glue, glue. <laughs> like, <laughs> and a worker said you can you won't do that here like dude <laughs> like what do you think you're doing uh, it was oh just, gosh it's so her so yeah that's a very good moment i need to say this last one because our producer here jesse blake has a favorite moment and a funniest <laughs> moment in our show and if you guys recall we um, did a couple episodes last year and one of them was um i guess recorded while liz knox was in mexico right and it was a gun show you were like <laughs> running with it in the little tank top probably in between two or four drinks <laughs> If not 10. And you did really well, I will tell you. But uh, I think that one was like very good too. It's in terms showbiz, of, baby. The show must go on. You just sat there with like the beautiful like pinkish whatever color type of wall we had there and like you had there in Mexico. And yeah, you just went for it. I was just really happy that the connection stayed because <laughs> I didn't test it until that morning when it was like, oh, we're recording Wing now. It. Um <laughs> That was one of my favorite episodes, too, only because I was walking out to the beautiful beach and open bar. But uh, good times, <laughs> good times and many more good times to come. Um, I love it. What was your favorite? So that was funniest. But what was your favorite yeah. Noxian Cax moment or episode? I will. Um, so favorite one, I think, is because. I love when we bring in a guest here and people kind of know them, but yet we get to have them talk a little bit, you know, deeper or like shorter personality. Mm -hmm. And I, I have kind of like two or three, obviously like the Pooh's like episode, uh, was super fun. And she was like low key with us chit chatting, kind of like giving us like the, the side that we know the girl from Boseville. That's like just a funny, you know, my friend from, I'm 14 years old, basically. Right. Yeah. So, you know, her in and out. And it was, that was awesome. And I think that my ultimate favorite one is when, and it's been a while too, but it's when Casey Bellamy came on, uh, as an episode one, like people could tell, like this girl is like, um, an intense hockey player. She's passionate. She does everything like a certain way. And you can tell from a, an outsider, but like it was cool for her, I think. Um, and it was cool for me to hear and, and to share this with our listener of, why she decided to retire because she was not done like hockey was she was still sick good like let's be honest yeah. there like and people were probably like you could have gone before like why didn't you go to the olympics like why didn't you you know bite a bullet a little bit she was gonna go to worlds in halifax that got canceled i'm like oh she's gonna go you know to the next one and her reasoning behind it was i'm like I may be able to do it again, but I'm, my heart is half in mm. and she's such a hard person. Um, and she banks everything or all decisions, you know, based on that more often than not. And I think it was, it was cool to hear that she wanted to retire to give the opportunity to a, a younger player, like a Jinsey Dunn or Savannah Harmon, um, to, you know, go to the Olympics and live their dreams. Like she did many times. And I just, 
find often like, you know, players are retiring maybe because they have to or because they um, they decide to do it just because or whatever. But in her mind, there was like a little bit more of a, you know, and like a, the reason was for another person mm-hmm. to or to share the, you know, um, experience that she's has had in the past. So I just thought it was a cool side of her that we don't necessarily see um, on the ice behind these fishbowl or like cage or whatever, <laughs> you know? So um, yeah, those, that one was, was cool to me. Um, yeah. It was a fun, fun little area. And, and those are my favorite when we get to do that. And yeah. I think we did on ma- majority of our episodes. Um, but yeah, it's shining, like shining the light on their true personalities and they jump in with us. I think that's, that's the best. Yeah. My, my answer is honestly the same. Uh, I just love those moments. I love when you get the real side of somebody and the example I chose was Sarah nurse. Um, yeah. you know, somebody yeah, a good one. who's had such an incredible career is doing so much for hockey. Um, I like, I, she's so busy. She's hard to keep track of. I keep trying to just have coffee with her and it's like next to impossible to schedule, but <laughs> we found time for her to come on the show and like, just to see that side of her. I think that so often, especially the super high profile athletes, like the Poos, the Bellamy's, uh, nurse, <clears throat> you know, Kendall, Nighter, yeah, night, like yeah. all these girls, like when they get in front of a camera, in front of a mic, like they feel the weight of women's hockey on their shoulders and they, they're under so much pressure to be like poised and postured and give mm-hmm. answers that are going to fairly represent not just themselves, but like the sport as a whole. And like, they don't get to relax. Like they don't get to just like hockey's fun, man. At the end of the day, like, yeah, like there's bullshit, there's drama, there's politics, but like we all started playing because we love the game. And I think my favorite part about our show is like having those moments with our guests um, and with each other, honestly, too, because like you and I are, you know, we're not quite, not quite as high profile as some of those, but like we're a good B list actors. Like, and I like when we get to like open up and share and have fun. And, um, I hope, or I think at least that that's what our audience enjoys about it too, is just being casual and getting to know each other. Yeah. I, I you know, like it's almost if they're, they're like media trained is what I, I like, yeah. like I usually say, like it's a, it's it's hard for them like did i say it right did i am i like you know they're be, they're being very careful yeah. with because what they have saying. to be absolutely and it makes sense and and i think that they were they trust that we wouldn't put them in situations you know where it could be effy or different or tough or whatever and it's about sharing who they are yeah. it's not about sharing information they know or information that they they uh, do don't don't want to share at the end of the day too so it's a I think, yeah, I I think we're trying to do it in a way that we make them feel comfortable enough to do so. And, and that, you know, media training kind of gets out of the way yeah. and and we get to, to shine. Yeah, we get to show that. So it's I just want to see, I just want people to see the personality. It's like, get in the locker room for a hot yeah. sec and see why we're laughing at everything they're saying or why they're being picked on a little or why like things like that. Like they're high profile people, but they... Like they're they're our teammates. Yeah. Like we're beside them, and they get chirps and they chirp jokesters. Yeah, like they're regular humans. Like that's what I want people to see as well too. So, and yeah, that was cool. I also love putting cacks on the spot. 
Like that's <laughs> one of my favorite things to do on the show is just surprise her with a section like ask Cax. And she's like, what? We didn't talk about this. And I was like, well, yeah, we're going to do it. Or stats with Cax. That was another impromptu. Yeah. I, you impromptu. know, it was like, hey, heads up. But <laughs> like, yeah, it's good. It's good. You know what? I can take it. I think I performed decently. Um you know, on the spot like that or winging it I at times. I wouldn't put you in a position where you would fail. Like, Here you go. You can handle this. You so would let's me do right away. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. I want to talk about the 23. There's a second half of our 22-23 tour. The tour. Yeah. Who, who coined yeah. the tour? Clarky? Is that Clarky who started that? Coin the tour. Oh, remember some? I didn't know that. Guess was calling it the tour. Yeah, I think so. I think she may have. It was well, this maybe. year is a different. It's like the. It is a tour, but it's a. It's a season tour. Season I don't tour. Know. We're going for like it's showcases, but yet it's like a season, game, like weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you will not that. say that again. <laughs> now I'm and listening no. to the words coming out of my mouth. I'm not like that. <laughs> no, it's. Not good. And I don't, yeah, whatever. Oh my God, I'm dying. But it is, it's more so the season. It is the tour. We're going places. We're showcasing hockey. But yeah, they're cool weekends of hockey. That's all it is. Basically, we're playing games. Yes. In different cities. So I want your predictions, Cax. Based on stats or without stats, you can lean into it as much Hmm. as you'd like. I'm going to look him up a little as you talk here. Let's go. Which team do you think is the most, which team can you not underestimate? Looking at the stats. So just to recap, while Cax is kind of doing her background research, I just threw her into. Currently, we have Team Harvey's on top of the leaderboard with 21 points. Followed by Adidas. Go Burgers. The Burger Bunch. Burger Bunch. The Burger Bunch. <laughs> we, yeah. Adidas <laughs> is just behind them with 16 points. And then yeah. Scotiabank and Sonnet have nine and eight points respectively. So, yeah. you know what's crazy mm. is that you're saying your question is what team, um, what was it again? Exactly. Repeat. Or what team can you not underestimate? And I don't think we can underestimate any teams to be completely honest i don't think scotiabank has played you know it's always like they face uh, a goalie that was like stealing the show on the other side um they had crazy goalie and stance too but like maybe they were challenged with like so many inner slot shots and you know it's like it's tough the 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 scenarios they were in the ozone the whole a lot of time they had a lot of like like weekends where they were missing a few players too right both sonnet and scotia and although i would say you know adidas is the team that scares me the most at times whenever we get into a weekend um i still don't think that we've seen you know the true colors of scotia and sonnet to be completely honest so I think the two that are nine and eight right now, yeah. you know, in terms of points, Sana and Scotia, I think they're going to surprise us in the second half. And, you know, we, we didn't have a good weekend in Montreal, Harvey's the burger bunch, but then Tro kind of like was our wake up scenario yeah. there or whatever it was. And then, and then it kept going that way. And, you know, who knows like what's going to, it's every weekend. You never know who's going to, 
you can lose and win every game. It's like you know you never know which way it's gonna go. So and to that point, I'm predicting. Okay, go oh, ahead. Oh no, go ahead. You're gonna predict something. I want to hear this first. Well, I'm predicting that that I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> if it's one or two. I, I'm predicting that Sunnet's gonna actually climb up. Yeah. The the schedule there, the the, the rankings. Yeah. If you've ever so. played Mario Party, this is your classic like the fourth place <laughs> player. Just comes out of yeah. nowhere. Koopa Troopa you know is going to predict Sonnet to win. You know what? <laughs> and it's sad to say, and it's sad to say, but it doesn't matter till the last weekend, really. You know what I mean? Like till the last two weekends, because we're all making playoffs. Because you may have lived it where Montreal was number one all year long. And then. <laughs> Markham comes out of freaking nowhere and wins it. I well, this know. is the thing. So, and we haven't quite released, I guess, our playoff format yet. But one can make an educated guess that with four teams, there's going to be some I mean, sort of up-down, right? So presumably, this is not on the record, but presumably one would play four, two would play three. The winners of those assume. would play for a final. That's That's my best educated guess. Yeah. So in that I'm scenario, I'm not saying that it's happening, but right. Yeah. In that scenario, if I'm Scotiabank or Sonnet, Harvey's is a clear leader right now. If I'm Scotiabank or Sonnet, versus like the mentality I would have as a coach would be don't finish fourth. Like don't play Harvey's the first game. Play Harvey's in the final where you can get your girls amped up. Everyone brings yeah. their A game. We don't go into overtime and Pooh doesn't score an OT winner. We just grind out, play our game through 60 minutes, find a way to score, you know, a couple goals on them and then keep the puck out of our net. I think like any, like you say, anybody can win a game, but if I'm even Adidas, Scotiabank or Sonnet, any of those three teams, I'm just thinking, let's not finish fourth and risk having to play Harvey's in, you know, a qualifying game. Yeah, and like just quick in stats because you said stats with CAC, with CACs here, in the top fifteen players in terms of like uh, scoring leaders, like you've got one, two, three Scotia Banks, you've got two Sonnets. Okay, Harvey's is kind of like one, two, three, four, five, six, six players, and then one, two, three, four for Adidas. So like, and the second scoring leaders is Rebecca Johnson. So it's Scotiabank there. It's, you know, Megan Killer's in the mix. Uh, Dow is in the mix or right underneath. And then it's all like Sunnet. We've got both uh, Brian Jenner and Abby Rock in the mix as well, too. So like when people underneath that 15, like Hillary Knight is right there. Hannah Brandt, Aaron Ambrose, you know, Ternowski, like they're coming. So I wouldn't, I, like I said, I think that games are going to get better and better as the, the season goes on, too. And you started to us. mention player names, so that is a good segue into mm-hmm. my next question, which is, which player do you think is most likely to break out in the second half? To break out? Mm. Like somebody that you... You can use stats or not. I'll tell you my pick. This is somebody who I think has shown glimpses of what she's capable of, but we haven't quite seen her out of her full full potential. And that's Alex Carpenter on Team Scotiabank. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. would be a really good... I mean, if she finds her stride in the second half, that could really be something that pushes Scotiabank um, you know, to the top in contending with Harvey's and certainly trying to like broaden the gap 
uh, maybe even overtaking Adidas in second place. I like that. I like that guess a lot too. And I'm I'm trying to look at like even like down the earth. So you know what? Yeah, yeah. I you say that one, and I'm gonna say Savannah Harmon because Sav is doing, and it might be because I play with her, but she's doing so many little things right. Leading the rushes, like joining in, doing a lot of things. Missed a couple good and great opportunities in terms of like a shot from the slot or, or even herself feeding players, you know, um, in the slot area or whatever. And then it, it's a nice save from a goaltender or whatever. So in terms of like assist and points and things coming up, like I feel like that girl deserves a ton more than being, you know, in, in lower than the 15s and 20s, to be completely honest, right. in terms of like stats. And if you get to see her listeners, please pay attention to how much she carries the puck, how much she has the puck and, and what she does with it. It's um, more often than not, it's on the positive side. Whenever we do video and Sav is on the ice, we know it's a good clip. <laughs> and that's how we like kind of make fun of it in a sense. But yeah, she is one of those uh, D and someone I'd love to bring on the show as well, too, uh, for you guys to, to discover. But um, Sav Harmon is, for me, a little surprise. Um, I knew of her. I've watched her play here and there. But like playing with her, you always get to see a couple more things or a little bit more in depth. And yeah, I think she will be. She'll, I think she should break out a little bit more, get some more points, assists, goals, like not necessarily like all the goals in the world, but she should have a tons of setup. And so yeah, that'd be my prediction. The second half is coming in hot and heavy, I would say. I was looking at the schedule. So upcoming yeah. stops on the tour. Our fifth stop is Owen Sound and Collingwood. So Owens will be playing in Owen Sound and Collingwood on January 21st. And then the 22nd games are both in Collingwood. That's our Scotiabank showcase, January yeah. 21st and 22nd. So that's our first one. And that's only two weeks away. I know. That's crazy. Know, I'm excited. I know. And then after that, we actually are going in February 10th. So we get a couple, a week off, maybe in between. I don't know. Or maybe it's right. Out. Yeah, a week off, maybe. Yeah. Weekend or something. We are going to uh, Peterborough, uh, Niagara on February 10th. So games are playing in each cities there. And then on February 11th, we're going to hometown. And I should have said it. Niagara is like uh, Vasco's area, I'd say. And then hometown of Jesse Eldridge uh, in Barrie, Ontario. Or Barrie? Barrie, Ontario. And then Kitchener as well, too, at Ontario. So these are the OHL weekend. So in association or uh, affiliation with them and they're hosting the four games in different cities um it's going to be awesome the tickets have been we've promoting that we promoted them uh before christmas and everything and i'm excited for those as well too i think it's going to be awesome to go to the girls like hometown here and there and then play in front of like fun crowds and yeah give everyone a show i guess it's that's, that's, uh, it's re- i'm really excited to be I mean, we'll call it GTA, but like Southern <laughs> yeah, Ontario, yeah, yeah. I guess, would be a more accurate uh, description. But it's such great hockey communities here. Um, and so I'm excited to see the crowds that we get out, see lots of fans, young, old, male, female, wherever you identify in, in between. We want to see you out at those OHL weekends, Peterborough, Niagara, Barry Absolutely. Kitchener. And then our seventh stop. If you look at it, so if you look at this graphic that we're going to put up here, it goes five, six, eight. And there's no seven. What, Where's seven coming what's from? What's going to happen? Our seventh stop is going to be announced this Monday. 
We're so pumped. An oh, NHL yeah. affiliate that we have not yet seen. So you're going to want to stay tuned to the PWHPA social media accounts, wherever you get your PWHPA news, Twitter, wherever you find us. On Monday, January 9th, we have a huge <laughs> announcement. I can't wait for it. I know the players are pumped for it. Yep. That's all I can say. It's going to be, it's going to be sick. It's going to be, you know, you, you mentioned it, like another NHL affiliated weekend. It's, yeah, we're at, we're at a lot of them right now and Ooh. over the years as of, uh, as of now. So yeah, Monday, I, I can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be a fantastic weekend when we go there. Can't wait and, to reveal it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And then let's go to eight. So we stop talking about it and give too many <laughs> details because you and I will like spill the, the whole thing Spilling. and then ruin it. Yeah, yes. I know. We don't want to do that. Number um, eight. So, yes. Go ahead. Going back to your, one of your favorite weekend. I now? think it was my favorite weekend from last, mm-hmm. last tour. We're going yeah, to back we, to Washington. You got it. Washington, D.C., MedStar, Cattles, Iceplex. So we're going to be playing there March 4th and 5th, affiliated with the Washington Capitals. I cannot wait to go this year. I'm, I, Montreal didn't go last year, so I didn't get to experience the whole deal and the whole, you know, treatment. And uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. They're always great, great hosts, and it's always like we're treated at elite um, you know, so I'm I'm just excited for another weekend in DC. And I th- um and um I think DC might even have a few treats, let's call them, along the way. Some things we've yeah. never seen before <laughs> for the PWHPA. That's right. Um so that's right. Like Cac like said, we're super excited to be back in Washington. That's March fourth, fifth. So if you look at the calendar between February eleventh, which is our sixth stop. An anonymous seventh stop and then March 4th, 5th for our eighth stop. Like this is going to be a jam packed three months of hockey. And then, and then who knows? Then, Maybe there's like a number nine. There might even be stop. nine. There might even be know. nine. So it's, I kind of, I kind of like you kind of. I feel well, like there probably is going to be nine. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Lots of hockey. I think hockey. we know that you know, but do you, do you know that we know? Do you but, know that we hey. know that I know? <laughs> But I know that you know that I know that you know. Our listener will want to know. We'll see. Stay tuned for that one. Yes. And as I said, you can follow the PWHPA on all your social media channels. We did want to kind of pump this up. ShopPWHPA.com is where you can get all your PWHPA merchandise. Any player jerseys or shirts uh, will go. The proceeds will go back to the players. The lead time is six weeks on jerseys. And I'm just saying... You don't want to miss out on owning a piece of hockey history here this year. It may or may not be your last chance to get these kind of jerseys. So go to shoppwhpa.com, place your orders, get your jerseys. We will see you in those host cities, Scotiabank Showcase, OHL Weekend, Mystery on Monday, Washington Capitals. I can't wait. Bring those jerseys or jerseys. Get them signed by the players. Again, Moxie said it. This might be your last chance to own some kind of piece of history here. So go and buy them now and come to one of those showcases and meet your players. Meet them. Come. We're here. We're there for you. Schedule shop tickets and more at pwhpa.com. We are Noxie and Cax on SDPN. 
We'll see you next week. The Noxie and Cax Show on SDPN, produced in partnership with the PWHPA and presented by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and at CareLMRD. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out SDPN.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. She scores!